Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. We're so glad you joined us here for the conversation as we go verse by verse through the book of Jeremiah. Our series, The Hard Truth, is looking at this Old Testament prophet's messages of sorrow, judgment, and hope. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to today's podcast. Appreciate you joining us. I did want to give you uh, a little bit of uh, a context about our study of the book of Jeremiah. I know you're probably thinking, wow, we're we're three days into this thing and we're down to verse number seven. Uh, when are we going to get done with the book of Jeremiah? And the point is, I'm, I'm not concerned about how long it's going to take, but I also understand we want to pace it properly too. It is a long book. And there are huge sections in Jeremiah that lend themselves to kind of one thought unit. And so there will be sections of Jeremiah where we'll cover, for instance, almost an entire chapter in one episode. So I know we're going a little bit more slowly here at the beginning, but it's important because we're establishing who, what, when, where, getting the setting in place the calling of Jeremiah. Who is this man and what has God called him to do? So please bear with me here in some of these early segments as we just establish the the context and then as we get into it and see more of the messages that Jeremiah preaches. For instance, his first message is in Jeremiah chapter number two. We'll, We'll take larger swaths of information. And so be patient if you would with me on that. We are in Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse number 8. The the Lord is answering Jeremiah. Jeremiah has given an excuse. Lord, I I can't do this. I I don't have the experience. I'm too young. I just can't. And the Lord has responded to that excuse and said, if I've called you, then you can. And Jeremiah, I'm not asking you to do anything other than just tell people what I tell you. You're you're my faithful prophet. It's going to be difficult, as we shall see today, but your job is simply to tell them what I tell you to tell them. Look at verse number eight. The Lord says, Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Be not afraid of their faces. What does that imply? That implies, Jeremiah, your message is not going to be readily received. Uh, People are going to be angry. I can tell you this, having preached now for well over 30 years, that people give you faces sometimes. Now, I understand that sometimes people don't mean to. It's just the way that they listen. But I've had scowls. I've had angry faces. I've had sleeping faces. So you can never really fully predict what kind of response you're going to get. But the point is, we ought not be communicating God's word to solicit some kind of reaction. We don't really know how people are going to react. Uh, Jesus said, the soil represents man's heart. When you spread the seed of the word of God, you don't necessarily know what's going to happen. That depends on what, what, what quality of soil there is. If it's a hardened heart, the seed's not going to grow. If it's a thorny heart or a stony ground, the seed's not going to grow effectively. It, it takes a quality of soil to assure the growing of the seed. 
So Jeremiah, your job is not to affect the soil necessarily. That's up to them. Your job is to spread the seed of the word of God. And that's your job. So hear the message from me, tell them what it, what it is, and let the results be up to me. So don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed at their faces. Then he goes on to say, I'm with thee. And I find that so comforting that God assured Jeremiah of one thing. Jeremiah, I am with you. I know I've given you a big command. I know I've told you to say some things that might end up being very offensive to people, but hey, I'm with you. Don't you find it interesting that when God calls people or commissions people, he often gives that one precious uh, encouragement. I'm with you. To Joshua, Joshua, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. Remember David, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Thou art with me. Uh, Jesus, uh, go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. Go therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you. I am with you unto the end of the world, unto the end of the age. I'm with you. And so at great commands and great commissions, what does God say? I'm with you. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. It's the presence of God that becomes our sustenance, not the reactions of man, not the faces they make or don't make, not the reception they offer or don't offer. No, it's the unchanging presence of God in our life that matters. And take stock in that today. Uh, You might be on your way to a workplace that's antagonistic to what you believe. Uh, You might be on the way to a schoolhouse or a meeting where you're the only one that names the name of Christ. You might live in a family unit where you feel like you're the only one. God is with you. Keep that in mind. Look at verse number eight again. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Verse number nine, then the Lord put forth his hand. So this is something that God showed Jeremiah. Sometimes God tells us things and the words kind of enter our minds and descend to our hearts. That's a good thing. But I love how the Lord communicates sometimes through object lessons or through visuals. And so as God is calling Jeremiah, he's also giving him kind of a visual representation of that call so that he can come back to it in his mind's eye. A picture sometimes is worth a thousand words. And so watch what God does here. Verse number nine, the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. Isn't that wonderful? He touched my mouth and the Lord said unto me, behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. So it's a great visual to picture the hand of God, the power of God, touching the very mouth, the very tongue of Jeremiah. Is it to say that God can't give his word without touching? Of course he can. I mean, throughout the ministry of Jesus, Jesus healed people, in some cases, long distance. Remember the nobleman's son in John chapter four? Remember the the centurion's servant in Luke chapter seven? Yeah, Jesus doesn't have to be there or touch somebody to heal them, but often he would. 
Often he would touch the eye or touch the tongue, touch the lips or touch the ear. What's he doing? It's just a visual to say, my power is with you and I can. So here, God lovingly touches the the mouth of Jeremiah to say, Jeremiah, I am empowering you. You, The words you speak are my words. Watch what he goes on to do here in verse number 10, what he goes on to say. See, God says to Jeremiah, see, I have this day set thee over the nations, over the kingdoms. Jeremiah, where I call, I equip. And as far as my economy is concerned, Jeremiah, I've set you over them. I know you think you're just a kid. I know you think you're just this little priest boy from Anathoth. I know you're picturing your nation, Judah, as just a small little insignificant nation wedged between the powers of Assyria and Babylon and Egypt. But Jeremiah, I'm God. And Jeremiah, I have set thee, I've positioned you above the kingdoms and nations. You will be my communication piece to all of them. Wow, what a perspective God is giving him. Verse number 10, Jeremiah, here will be your ministry. You will root out, you will pull down, you will destroy, you will throw down, There's even a play on the word Jeremiah there, the God who throws. It might even mean the God who exalts. But uh, you will root out, you will pull down, you will destroy, you will throw down, you will build and plant. Isn't it interesting that when God talked about Jeremiah's ministry, the first four verbs he gave him that characterize his ministry are verbs of rooting out and, and tearing down, almost like if you're going to build a building on that site, you got to get rid of the old building. If you're going to plant a, a bush in that place, you're going to have to take out the old bush. So the point here is, Jeremiah, your ministry is going to be one that is primarily negative, one where you're going to have to dismantle uh, people's pride, dismantle what people are thinking, uh, deal with what's there that's negative, so that in dealing with that and removing that, we can begin then to plant. We can begin then to build. We've got to do the heavy lifting of clearing the lot before we put anything new on it. And that's what we see in the book of Jeremiah. As you read message after message, they're messages of rooting out and destroying and pulling down and, and clearing the lot. Now, we are going to get to great passages like Jeremiah chapter 29. Jeremiah chapter 36, great passages where God is doing a a work of building and planting and providing hope, but none of that can have context until, first of all, we've dealt with these negatives. Jeremiah, I'm telling you, the words that you speak, I'm going to use to root out, to destroy, to tear down. And the words that you speak will be words that I will use to build up, to edify, to provide hope. My word through your ministry, written word, spoken word, will be a ministry of tearing and building. And Jeremiah, you've got to ready yourself for that. Well, I think we're going to stop right there in verse number 10. Wow, what a characterization of what gospel ministry is. It's the word of God. But what does the word of God do? Boy, sometimes it breaks. Sometimes it builds but it always accomplishes the purpose 
of God. Our job is to learn it. Our job is to understand it. Our job is to communicate to others and then let God do with his word what only God can do with his word. So I hope that helps today. We'll jump into verse number uh, 11 next episode. Hope you'll join us for that. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.